What up, what up, what up, people? Dan in the building, Nell's in the building. We back again. Another week of some uh, good entertainment, some good conversation for the people. Nell's, what's happening? I'm chilling, man. I am chilling. It's almost the uh, end of the week. I can't yeah. complain, man. I'm excited. Almost the end of the week. Almost time for that weekend action. What's going on, guy? Everything smooth with you? Yeah, man. You know, you guys, when you get up in this age, you just got to be happy. Your eyes open and you able to, uh, and you're just able to walk around and enjoy the sun and stuff like that. I I know we're not 80, but I'd just be excited. Oh, my eyes is open. All right, cool. And, uh, (laughs) you know, I already knocked out. That's that's the hardest part of the day right there. All right. Eyes open. Cool. All right. I made another one. I, I did another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hear you on that, my guy. So, folks, we're going to jump right in. We got a bunch of stuff to cover. We got uh, two real real uh, heavy topics and some deep conversations we're going to get into. First, let's talk about the madness. Not even the madness. Let's talk about the uh, our normal pop culture foolishness we deal with. So, yeah. Kanye new album, you um you all in for it? You ready to hear it? Or are you just like, whatever? No, I'm always whatever. I've been, I've been whatever for the last uh, probably four four albums or whatever I've been whatever I, and I don't no disrespect to anybody that's still uh, fucking with Kanye albums what I do appreciate I will appreciate this about Kanye is that he hasn't made a, a mockery or went crazy or said some dumb shit or tried to make the news to promote his album so I appreciate that but if we all want to remember it was always something going on when he had an album coming out so I appreciate this time he's like an album's coming out and an album's coming out and that's what it is I don't see him doing no wild stuff, and you know, uh, you know, slavery was a choice. I don't see him doing none of that crazy nonsense. <laughs> ain't making no sound bites. Yeah, nothing like that. Like, or, or humans could breathe underwater, or something like that, or something. Just making up dumb shit. I appreciate that. So the fact that he's not doing that is cool. But ever since since he was doing that, that he's just left a bad taste in my mouth. You know, and it's like I haven't been listening to his album. I, I, I didn't listen to the one where uh, I didn't listen to the last one. That was his uh, church album, right? You didn't listen to Life of Pablo? I didn't listen to Life of Pablo. Nope. Nope. Oh, I, I listened to the church wow, album. Son. I didn't listen to Life of Pablo. I didn't listen to I'm, I'm, I have a disorder. I am uh, that one. I ain't listened to that one. You wild, uh, son. No. Nah. You wild. I, I have. The last album I listened to was uh, that's the one when he was heavy on eight oh eight with uh, uh oh the dark twisted Fantasy. twisted dark fantasy that was the last one you listened to. Well, he only had that I, one, I, and then he had Life of Pablo, so it's not like he had anything really in between. Oh yeah, nah. I think he probably had a couple of uh, singles in between, but he didn't have no album in between. Oh, uh, he had not. But what about the church album? That was the last one, right? Nah. Oh, the um, the album cover was like a bluish, purplish color. Yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah, yeah, that's the one where he was like, "Yo, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I have a disorder and all that stuff like that." That one. Yes, yeah, I, I, I didn't listen to that album. I bipolar. I ain't listen to that album at all. Yeah, I don't even think that was the church one. I thought that was a regular album. No, nah, that was a, that was the church one. No, nah, that was the church one oh. right there. I can't remember the name of it, like, but that was the church one. That's when he first started doing his uh, Sunday service and all of that. Yes, 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 yes. I haven't. I didn't listen to that, and I didn't listen to. 
Well, well, I didn't listen to Life of Pablo. I didn't listen to that either. So I haven't been. So I, I haven't really like when he started doing all of this. Oh, I'm just gonna act crazy because my album's coming out. I'll do whatever to, to sell some albums. I was like, you know what? I'm off of it. I'm off. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm off this train. <laughs> he's off him. Now, now when I think yeah. about it, he did have a couple of albums. I think he had the Life of Pablo. Then he had that um, the album that everybody was going crazy over because Nas and all of them was on it, or when they was when they met in like in Iowa oh, someplace and recorded the album. Nope, yeah, that one that had nope. like seven tracks, like five. I think it was between five and seven tracks was on the album. I listened to that one. That one was pretty decent. Life of Pablo is my shit. I love Life of Pablo. And then the uh, uh-huh. the other one, the last one was I think that was in like in had to be nineteen. 19 or 20, he can't, had to be 19 because nothing came out last year. I ain't listened to that one though. But I'm going to listen to this one. This one seems to be, seems to have a whole lot of buzz on it, so I'm going to rock with it. This, this is how I feel about Kanye and the people that absolutely love Kanye. It's one of those things where, you know, you have somebody that is nothing this person could do wrong. There's, a, there's nothing they can say or do. There's just people that believe in Kanye. It doesn't matter if he comes out with a gospel album doesn't matter if he comes out with a country rock album uh it doesn't matter like it, it doesn't matter I, I don't even I mean, it could be somebody to be like i don't mess with country music kanye would be like i'm coming out with a country album Yeehaw. and then all of a sudden they'll be like you know what i fucked with that country country kanye i fucked with that country kanye. And, boots and go get some fucking hat so those people i i i despise because Kanye can literally, I seen a meme with somebody and I was like, nope, that's absolutely correct. Kanye can have an album talking about this This one, it can be a silent album. He just pull out a CD and it'll be nothing on it and he'd be like, yo, I'm, I'm way ahead of everybody. You gotta <laughs> think of the music. You gotta think of the music. If you, you gotta feel the music. You gotta think of it inside. It'd be silent. And people would be like, yo, you heard that silent Kanye shit? Little crazy. beats is banging. <laughs> yeah, it's just crazy. He didn't even have no music. That's how. So that's how I feel. Some people are Kanye, and I'm just not like. If he comes out with something good, if it's a good song or it's a good album, uh, all right, cool. But to me, I, I'm I'm like I'm not into uh, like. And I know this is crazy to say. It's probably blasphemy or some shit. But the gospel joint, I just wasn't going to. Not what I want to hear from from Kanye. my hip hop artist. That's not what I want to hear from my hip hop artists. I'm sorry. I, I understand that not everybody is uh, monolithic. I get it. Just don't want to hear it from him. Sorry. Like I didn't want to hear. I didn't want to hear a rock album from Jay Z. Oh yeah. No disrespect to Jay Z. Oh, he did I didn't that. Want to hear um, he did that joint with a uh, with Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park. That joint was yeah. alright. But I like yeah, rock no, music like that. So I, exactly. It, I I just I'm not saying. That it's not going to be good. I myself just don't. I'm just I'm over. I don't want to hear it. like Wayne made a rock album. Good, yeah, that sounds cool. I just don't want to hear it. Make my hip hop, and then we good. Yeah, I get that. Um, I get that. That makes sense. But, but but it doesn't mean that the artists can't do whatever they want to do. Like you know, obviously I I don't control none of that shit, and they still going to people. Who, like I said, is people going to love them to the death. Um, but it's just not for me. So that's why I haven't really messed with Kanye in the last couple of years. But if this one is, is, is rocking, you got some joints on there. And, you know, I'm, I'll, you know, I'll listen to it. I'll, I'll hear it on the radio and then I'll, you know, I'll steal it. Yeah. You know, I'll, that's what it is. 
I don't know. I like I rock with Kanye this time. I'm not a fan like how you was explaining, <laughs> but I do know people like that. I do know people who be like, "Hey, if Kanye put out anything, I'm gonna listen to it, and it's gonna be the greatest thing ever." Oh yeah. So I don't roll with him like that, but I do like his song. Like I said, "Life of Pablo." I think "Life of Pablo" and probably our "Twisted Darker Fantasy" are probably the two albums from him that I that I listen to the most and that I liked the most. Yeah, like by fantasy. far. Ooh. Yeah, that's what Dark Fantasy was crazy. Even like his first couple of albums that like College Dropout, everybody be going crazy over. I liked it, but that Twisted Dark the Fantasy and Life of Pablo, by far my greatest, my favorite albums by him. And I can listen to them joints like over and over again. But um, this new album, I, I think the buzz about it is crazy. So therefore, since the buzz is so crazy, I want to hear some of the songs. I want to see what's popping with it. But yeah, people who be going crazy and be trying to um, follow him no matter what, I can't rock it. Like when uh, Wayne put out that um, that rock and roll album, the album flopped. But and I was surprised it flopped because at that point in his career, he was on some I can do anything and everybody will love it. And that's why he put out that album because he was like, "Yep, I can do this and everybody's gonna go buy it." It flopped, but I think because he didn't have any like supporting cast, he tried to do it himself. But yeah, them diehard fans that be going crazy and will buy anything and listen to everything. Uh, I definitely think some of them need some help. Like, there's no way you could yeah. you could honestly say to yourself that everything that person puts out is a hit or is a or is a great album. Like, at some point, they got some type of flop. You can't yeah, tell me that everything is great. Yeah, no, people are bugging out. Yeah, there's no artist that I love to the fact where I'm like they can't do no wrong. There's not a single artist, nah. and I. I really appreciate music from certain artists. Like, I am a Jay-Z fan. That's what I am. But I couldn't listen to everything on 444. I was just like, yo, what is... I get where he's going. I get he's a different... He's an older... He's matured and all that stuff like that. You can't rhyme about the same thing. I get it. But there's a way to do about it, man. There's a, <laughs> there's a way to go about it. You know? There's a, there's a way to go about it and still get your point across. And make good music, and that just to me it wasn't. It not wasn't to say the whole album was trash. It just wasn't for me. Yeah, no, nah, it wasn't all the way there. Like I rocked, I rock yeah. out to it, but there's sometimes I'll be listening to it and I will zone completely out <laughs> to that to whatever track is playing. Then I come back when the next track come on. It's yeah, just, it just yeah. I think sometimes, or maybe we're just we've heard so much music in our life because we're both real like. Listeners of music, all types of music. I think we've heard so much music in our life where we're at that point where we're like, all right, yeah, all right, this, this is good, but uh, on to the next. Like, I can't just yeah. sit here and listen to the same thing over and over again. Like, I even want to, I'm not even feeling what you're talking about right now, so I'm gonna go ahead and uh, mosey on along and hit this skip button and see what else you got going on in the next uh, bunch of songs. That's the fact. I, I, uh, you saying that makes me think like we've listened to so much music, me and you, uh, that. It's one of those things that we are not going to just, oh, this person is, this person made uh, 10 good songs, so the 11th has got to be good. No, nah, if that 11th is trash, it's trash. I'm going to say mm-hmm. it's trash. What it is, what it is, don't care. You know, and that's, that's going to be myself opinion or your opinion. That's just our opinion or, or whatever it, what it is. If you say something is dope and I'm like, nah, it ain't for me. You know, it's just yep. at the end of the day, like you said, we listen to so much music and it's to the point where it's like, not to say we the gods of music and we know exactly, but it's just what we feeling and what we're not, you know? And I, I, the crazy thing is I like some of these kids' music. I like some of uh, 
Yeah, I like, like some, some of the new music. I like yeah. a lot of the new music. Like I'm not totally against it. Some of it I think is complete trash, but I like a lot of it. <laughs> but I think also I think we're from a we from a different era where um you could listen to something and be like, nah, that joint's trash. And that'd be like yeah. that just be the end of it. Like nowadays you'd be like, nah, that joint's trash. Oh, you a hater. Oh, you too old. Oh, it's always it's always yeah. something on top of why you don't like something, but the way the era we grew up in, like, if a song came out, like, yo, that song's trash. And somebody would be like, nah, I'm feeling that joint. Like, yeah, you're on your own on that one. And that'd be it. That's it. That's the end of the conversation. Now it's a full on argument. This shit gets personal. You'd be like, yo, I just said I don't like the song. That's because you old. That's because you, you grew up with your parents and you was living in the streets. Like, wait a minute. Like, <laughs> how do we get, how do we get there? Just because I said I don't like a single song on this album. But it's just the difference in the uh, in the times and the eras that we grew up in and what's going on right now. Everything is just like everything is an automatic fight if you don't agree or if you don't like something. You know what you got to do to, to trick them, though? You got to ask them, like, what's an artist that you want me to listen to? Like, tell me an artist that you, you like, you know, be like, oh, all right, I, I like the bass. Oh, OK, no problem. And then have them play like three songs. Right. This will fuck them up. Have them play. Give me three songs you like from the baby. Have them play. It doesn't matter if you like it or not. The first one, you say, oh, this is crazy. I like the baby. You know what you do on the second one? Nah, this is trash. <laughs> so, you know what you do? Now, now what are you going to say? Because you like that first one. I can't be old and, and, and all of the other shit because I, I literally just, you said an artist, I said I liked it, and then the next one I didn't like. So their head is going to explode because they don't know what to do now. <laughs> they don't know. They don't know the way to go with their <laughs> argument. <laughs> you can't call him a hater. Damn, he's not a hater. He is old still, but I don't know if he's a hater. You know, they have to go. That whole head will explode. They don't know what to do. You got to say you like the first one, no matter what. No matter what, even if you don't like, like it. it. <laughs> yeah. Even if even if you in your deep down inside, you're like this is trash. But you got to be like, I like this. This is all right. Not, this is this is crazy. That second one, if it's trash, you just, you trash it. Oh, this is trash. It's hard. Now, you already have one under your belt where they can't call you a hater. Because how are you going to call me a hater? I just like the other one. You told me to listen to it. I liked it. It's the same artist. What are you talking about? And then then that's when they're just going to stutter and just be like, I I, I don't know. Fuck you. And then walk out. (laughs) That's how you got to do it. the end of the conversation. Yep. That's how you got to do it. Uh, do you stupid with the shit? Yeah, it was a uh, uh, moving right along. Let's move on from Kanye and his foolishness. So in Louisiana, I don't know if you saw this report or not. In Louisiana, this dad he caught a seventeen-year-old guy in his, I want to say it was his fourteen or his thirteen-year-old daughter's bedroom, and everything is still under investigation. They're still trying to figure it out, but. The father, the guy shot the father and he shot him. They had like a, a shootout in the house because he caught the guy in the house. So they're trying to figure out who shot first and what was the circumstances and all of that. And it's absolutely insane. Like we, it's way too many reports of um, these older men and older teenagers being caught in these little girls' rooms and houses. And it's like, what the hell are you doing, number one? Why are you sneaking in? He he put a ladder up to the window and climbed up the ladder into the girl's room. And then I guess when the dad probably opened the door, caught him in the room on the hallway, he started, he probably started shooting. He probably shot first. 
And then the guy shot back, and the guy got shot. He's in the hospital, but the father's dead. So it's like, what the hell was going on? Like, nobody ever probably know the exact truth, but, you know, what the hell was going on in that situation? So what are the cops trying to find out? Are they going to press some charges against the family or some shit? Nah, the, um... So the young guy, he's going to get, they said they're going to, when he's out of the hospital and he's able to, I guess, you know, talk and explain or do whatever he can do, he's going to be charged with a second degree murder. Oh, good. All right. Fuck you. He got to go to jail. Fuck him. And, and he's, he could, uh, you know how I feel. It's just, uh, yeah, shit. There's a lot more to say, but no, fuck him. Yo, it's he got to go to jail. I hope, I hope they do everything that he was doing to that young lady, to the, to the little girl. I hope they do that shit to him while he's in jail. Yeah, I just don't get it, man. Because now, granted, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of young young ladies that look way older than what they are. But you 17, like for you to put a ladder up to a window and go climb into this into this girl's room. Hold on, hold on. Before we continue, though, hold on. He was 17, right? Mm-hmm. How old was the girl? 16, 15? 13. 13. Ooh, shit, that's uh, too far. Uh, no, no excuses. He got to go to jail. Sorry, son. Yep. As you know, but I, I was trying to think if the if the girl was fifteen, right, and she started dating some kid that was seventeen, knowing that her dad was not going to approve of it or some shit like that, right? Uh, that, that, you know that those circumstances unfortunately happened as well. He yeah. probably went in there. He his 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 daughter is like, no, nah, you know, it's over. I don't want you to see around. I don't want you to see be around that kid anymore. Hey, what the fuck is a seventeen year old carrying a gun into another person? Well, anyway, I'm going off my yeah, story. God, that's that's, um, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> uh, but why is he going? Uh, you know, that could be that whole thing. Like, oh, I'm not dating him, Dad. Blah blah blah. Well, I don't want to see you around him. And then all of a sudden, they they're both still texting and calling each other and and still vibing. And she's fifteen, he's seventeen. That's only you know the crazy part is that's still legal because he's not eighteen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all the of a sudden state. he's like, "Yeah, he's he's going. He goes, fuck it. I'm going to go see my girlfriend because they probably want some girlfriend boyfriend stuff." It's I don't know what this whole ladder thing. I don't where the fuck niggas find ladders, but um, <laughs> he gets the ladder, goes up to the room, and dad is like, "Nah, this is being too quiet." Then he goes into the room and sees it. Now the whole thing is: first of all, he had a ladder. That's odd. Second of all, you're bringing a gun into somebody else's house. That's Odd, you know. So, um, yeah, it's a it's that sounds like a tra- that's a tragedy, tragic story. Especially that the father didn't survive. It's one thing if you get shot and you survive, but there is no coming back from death. And and this kid's life is going to be ruined because he made a dumbass mistake uh, mm-hmm. of going into somebody's room, going to somebody's house, fuck a room, going into somebody's house, armed. You know, and then killing somebody, and you can't use the whole "I'm trying to protect myself" because you're in my house. There is no protection when you're in my house, and you're not invited or whatever the situation is. So, it's a that's a tragic story. Yeah, it's crazy. And like the more I read the story, and the more like I'm pulling some up now to look at it, he was hiding in the closet. So somebody saw him climbing the window. The dad went to like see what was up. He was hiding in the window, hiding in the closet. He took him downstairs, so I guess so they could talk, they could hash it out or whatever. And then that's where everything becomes 
fuzzy and gray is what happened once we were downstairs in the living room talking. But I can only they went downstairs to talk and then then it was gunfight. Yes, that's where that's where everything is. That's where everything gets gets hazy. So my thing is like one, I can't imagine you getting your your neighbor call you, but hey, you know some dude just climbed in your window, right? So you go up there, you find them now you bring them downstairs. Like, what was the discussion about? It would have been downstairs, like yo, you yo, you got to get out. Or it'd have been downstairs, like hey, the cops is on their way, and you ain't going no place till they get here. It's just, it's just so much involved, and to see how it, where it went to, like if he did try to say, you know what, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna bring this young man downstairs, and we gonna have a, we gonna have a man to man conversation. I'm gonna let him know where I stand. Let him know like how he's wrong in this situation, and it went from there to both of them pulling guns out and start shooting each other. <laughs> like, like I don't know, it's horrible. Like you said, it's a horrible outcome and it's a horrible situation for it to end up that way. But damn it, like then I think about the girl. Like she's got to be, she's going to forever need some like serious uh, therapy. Because she's the cause of her dad being dead. Like she caused all of that. Mm-hmm. So. And, and the and the and the crazy thing is when you're that age, when you're in that doing that puppy love or oh I like this kid and I like that you you are you don't have the the mental like you are you are literally doing dumb shit without knowing consequences. Like of course, and I've done done uh, we've all done dumb shit when we was you know kids teenagers and, and sneaking out the house and all this other stuff like that and you don't know the consequence. You sneak out the house, something happens to you, family loses a son or a daughter because you want to sneak out the house when they told you you're not supposed to be out. You know what I'm saying? Like this type of situation. You're a teenager, this puppy love, I, I need to be around uh, this guy because he said he likes me uh, and that's enough for me to want to be around him. He takes his penitentiary chances by going into somebody's house with a fucking gun and you know, kill somebody. Now his life is fucking forever done. He's forever finished. Mm. She lost a father. Father lost a life. His parents lost a son because he's going to jail forever. You know, wife lost a husband. Like it's just so many negatives because because uh, and his kids gonna do kids shit. But it's like these are these are life decisions that mm-hmm. happen. This is a life decision that happened, and it's unfortunate. It's a, it's a terrible, terrible situation. Yeah, and it played it like you said. It's so many, um, so many aspects to it, and it plays out so crazy. And all the scenarios I play out in my head are: he took him downstairs, they started talking. He probably was like, you know, he's a he's a grown man. He's talking to a little boy. He's probably like, man, your punk ass, this, and don't you bring your ass. But he's like, man, don't tell me what to do. Da-da-da. It's your daughter. Your daughter got me. No, like they probably exchanged words like that, and it just spiraled. Or I can see him trying to do some. Old school daddy stuff like put the gun on the table and be like yeah you better stay at my house like right, this is what I got for you and he could have pulled out his gun on something like oh I'm scared he gonna shoot me like it's so many different scenarios and all of them end up with this horrible outcome like you said all this ends up with multiple people losing a person or families being affected in such a dramatic way that it could all been avoided had it not been like you said some young making silly and stupid decisions on both their parts her for calling him over there and him for saying oh hell yeah i'm coming up there 
I'm gonna get this ladder. I'm gonna sneak into your room. Your parents gonna be downstairs. They're gonna know nothing about it. We gonna be able to do what we do, and then I'm gonna climb out the window and go back home. So, off of two like childish, silly decisions, multiple situations, multiple lives were uh, affected and hurt. So it's just it was so wild, man. Just had to bring that up. But especially with both of us being um dads and both of us having yeah. having daughters, just like yo, some wild shit can happen real yeah, easy. Have- Very easy, some wild shit can happen, son. Yeah, and you're trying. You're, what you're trying to do is protect your kids, and you know your kids. And, and I've been this. I've been, you know, I've, I, I've, I've, I haven't been this person where I'm gonna bring a gun and a ladder to somebody's house. I haven't been that guy, <laughs> but I have been where I'm like, oh, I'm gonna sneak out, try to see this girl, or I'm gonna sneak out to try to. Uh, because I, or stay out a little longer than I what I'm supposed to, or do that that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff I've done, but not to the point where I'm like, yo, I'm going to take penitentiary chances for for no fifteen or for fifteen, thirteen, twelve, any anything year old. I'm not taking those kind of chances as a teenager. I wasn't taking those kind of chances. It ain't working. It ain't working. Sorry, sweetheart. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm going to go watch some TV. Fuck all that. Yo, I can honestly say. I don't think I would have ever been like, yo, I got to see you. I'm going to sneak up to your window with a ladder. Nah. I, I At that age, I don't, think I, I don't think I met one that was that good or that bad. But I was like, yo, <laughs> I, got, I got to get it. Maybe on some like yeah. sneak out, maybe some stay out later. But on some go put a ladder to somebody's window. Nah. At yeah, 17, I, I, hadn't, I hadn't met nothing that great yet. Yeah, that's a fact. That is a fact. <laughs> Even even as an adult, I don't think I ever met nothing that great. But I was climbing in windows using ladders. Like maybe come to the back door when uh when people sleep. Maybe sneak in. Like hey, everybody's upstairs. All right, I'm gonna sneak in downstairs. I'm just gotta be quiet. But put a ladder to a window. It's too much. That's uh, you're doing too much. You're doing too much, man. You're doing too much. There's all the, any kids that listen to this randomly. You're doing too much if you if you're going through taking these chances for any kind of for anyone. I'm sorry, you're just doing too much. It's, uh, it's a bunch of apps that you can go on. <laughs> it's a bunch of apps. Especially this day and age, son. I didn't even think about that. This day and age, you got a million and one apps and everything. There's <laughs> a million apps where you can find somebody that's not going to put you through those kind of fucking, jumping those kind of fucking ropes and all that other shit. There's a million apps. You just fucking, you got it. You got it. Do I need to use a ladder to get in your window, sweetheart? Nah. What are you talking about, ladder? All right, okay, no problem. What's your name again? That's all you got to do. Just... <laughs> like, say you know? less. I'll be there in a second. <laughs> no problem. All right. I just wanted to make sure. I even think about that aspect of it. You're right. Like, damn, dude. All these damn you got Facebook Messenger. You got uh, Instagram DMs. You got all these different things. And <laughs> you sneak it through a window for this one little girl. You oh, can man. literally swipe right on anything possible to the to the point where you just are not to your freaking finger fall off. You can swipe right until somebody is not going to put you through those kind of chances where now you are spending your life in jail for the rest of your life. All you got to do is just keep swiping right until you find somebody that's not going to have to you put through, put you through those kind of chances, put you through those that drama. Mm-hmm. That's all you got to do. I gotta, I gotta bring my peaks, and I gotta bring the ladder. Nah, fuck that. Nah, I'm not with it. I'm not with it, you You got to find somebody else. 
Oh shit! You gotta break the gun and the ladder. <laughs> like yeah, goddamn, man. uh, it's like so, like playing Call of Duty or some shit. Man. You yeah. gotta break the ladder to get in. That's what I'm saying. It's too much, man. It's too much. It's too much, yo. If she is telling you you got to do all of that stuff, it's time to move on, yo. There's uh, there's there's a there's many apps with many women, many. And you are kids. You're 17 years old. You're going to go through, you know, there's going to be plenty of other girls going to put you through a bunch of other shit when you get into your 20s and 30s. You're miles away till you get to your 20s and 30s to go through that bullshit. You shouldn't be putting yourself through that fuckery at the age of 17. No. Not at all. You got too much life to live. You you haven't even seen what the world has to really offer yet, so. That is a fact. You just fucking pipe down. Um, and on another note, last week, we, well, last episode, we talked about um, these college players getting this bread. Like, they're getting money, they're getting these endorsements. I know I saw the uh, Alabama player. He's a quarterback for Alabama. He hasn't even started a game yet. And they're saying he's already, like, signed over a million dollars worth of endorsements. And he's not even – He's. I don't even think they're sure he's going to be the starter. Like, they're just projecting him to be the starter. I think he's like a sophomore. He's already getting his bread. So doing some uh, further research, this is high school basketball player, dude, Mickey Williams. Dude is nice. I watch a lot of his tapes. I watch a lot of his, because, uh, you know, everything they do, all these mixtapes, do all this stuff on Instagram and every place. But dude is nice. I give it to him. But he's not even eligible for the NBA until 2024, which means, because I think you get NBA now is, what, 19? So he still got four months. He's about 16, about 15, 16 right now, which means he's still got a couple years before he even get to college. They're reporting or claiming that this dude already has close to a million dollars in endorsements, son. I love it. This dude is still in high school. Like, they don't even know this dude could blow out his knee tomorrow and never make it to the NBA. He's already signed deals worth close to a million dollars endorsements. It's crazy. I think it's great. I love it. It's all. I'm all for them getting their money. I'm all for people being able to uh, provide for their families, have this money for that backup, for that just in case. Because if you do get injured, like normally your dreams are done. You have no money. You got to go and just go get you a job and just work because now you can't make it to the league. But in this situation, in this aspect, a lot of these people are going to be able to make some money and stack some bread. And then if something does happen, then they've got something to fall back on. So I think it's awesome. I think it's great, but damn it, this dude's high school million dollar contracts, crazy. I am for it. I'm with it. Uh, I I've watched plenty of old motherfuckers that don't play no basketball, don't play no football. I watch them cake up and make billions off of these kids, not giving them a single dollar. I've watched kids starve. Like we had this conversation last time. I watched them starve. In college, you know, not getting anything. I'm for it. Get all the money. If it's endorsements, I don't care if it's Nike. I don't care if it's from Elise. I don't care where it's from. It could be from Kangaroo Shoes. Get that money now. Get it now because nothing is promised. We already seen plenty of people that were great uh, stars in high school and in college, and they made not a dollar. And then all of a sudden, they got hurt. And never made it to the NBA. You, everybody got that one friend that, that you can that you can think of right now that'll tell you right now, man. I was on my way to the NBA, and then I got this knee injury, and it just messed me all the way up. 
Everybody got a friend that got a knee injury that was going to make it to the NBA. Just think about it. If they ain't never had that knee injury, and if they did have the knee injury, they would have made had endorsements, they would have had a million dollars, and they wouldn't be talking about their raggedy-ass knee. So at the end of the day, I hope this kid continues to make as much money as he possibly can before he even touches the court in the in the in college. I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm with it. Kids out there, if you're listening to this, get all the money you can. If I don't care if you're a scrub, go out there and see if somebody's gonna if somebody's gonna give you a Starburst deal or anything. I don't care what it is. See if you can go get a deal from anybody. Plenty of fish. I don't give a fuck. Go ahead and see if you can get a deal from somebody to give you some bread. You can stack it up, and just in case it don't happen, and all of a sudden that last day of college, and all of a sudden you're going to go work at Target, you can fall back on that million dollars that you got from that endorsement. So I'm with it. I'm with it. I am with it. Yeah, you got a point there, son. <clears throat> and it makes me think. Remember, um, well, this is our era. But remember them dudes that was um, what was that movie? The Hoop Dreams. Yeah. Imagine, cause um, if these new rules were in place, they could have been getting a cut of that, of that money from that documentary, and that documentary yep. made uh, made some good money because a lot of people watched it. So they could have ended up getting a cut of that, and they could have been making some bread because neither one of them made it to the league or really made it out of college, but they could have got a cut of that bread off that uh, documentary. Yeah, at the end of the day, you you need stuff to fall back on, man. You need stuff to fall back on this. Listen, there's plenty of nice kids. I, I've watched plenty. I've been to the parks and seen plenty of kids. I've We grew up with plenty of kids. Mm-hmm. So nice, nice. Like, even as a kid, you're like, oh, this, this kid's going to make it to the goddamn NBA. There's no way you're not going to make it to the NBA, right? But the the reality is, is a, is a small few that are going to make it to the NBA. So if you're not going to make it, or even if you are going to make it, take advantage of this great moment in time where you can uh, – Show your skills off and get paid. Like right now, like it doesn't even matter. Like get that get that college endorsement because at the end of the day, you need to take care of your family. And if you got the skills, that's just going to take you to college, and that's it. Cool, not a problem. I made a million dollars from college. I'm all right. My family's all right. The million dollars is not going to set you for the rest of your life, but goddamn it, it's going to set you for a good while. It's, yeah, it's going to put some things in motion. Yeah, it'll definitely put some things in motion for you. So, yeah, more power to them. I'm all for it. Get your money. Say, get your money. Move forward. Put some things in position and some things in place so that you um so you can get this money long term. I'm yeah. all for that. Uh, that million dollars can set up for something else. You could you if you do it correctly, you can invest. You can uh, put it in some stocks or whatever the situation is. The shit pop off. That million turned to two. Now you really don't got to do shit. You exactly. know, my knee busted and I sucked or whatever. It don't even matter. You could have sucked. But it don't matter. That million dollars turn into three, and you don't have to work for the rest of your life. You're good. All right, because I'm I'm straight. No, because you invested it correctly. But at the end of the day, these companies and all of these guys that were making all these money off the players, they didn't give a fuck that they were just taking money from from players that was actually working for them. It sounds familiar like other stuff that happens where people not giving anything to these kids, but... They're mm-hmm. making a profit from other people's work. That sounds familiar. Yeah. But anyway. Um, <laughs> that so sounds very they, familiar. <laughs> yeah, it sounds very familiar. So if they're saying we're going to give you a couple of the, uh, a couple of dollars for the shit, you know, we're going to actually pay you for your services. That sounds familiar, too. So if they're going to do that, fucking take advantage, yo. Take advantage. I don't, And I don't care who the sponsor is. I don't care. 
get it if it's uh, old school uh, excite excite.com I don't care who it is make sure you get that money don't discriminate oh I don't like us is trying to give me a deal for five minutes no take it I don't give a shit who cares where you know wear under armor wear whatever you gotta do to get that money because at the end of the day there'll nobody that's like the people that say you know when kids tell me that they don't want to work at McDonald's Better go get that goddamn McDonald's job. That's just, <laughs> that green money looks just like everybody else's green money when they cash their check on a Friday or whenever they get paid. So you better yeah. go through that. And that's how these kids got to be too. Go get that money. Doesn't matter who wants to sponsor you. Don't turn down none of that shit. Go do it all. Be a walking sticker for everybody. Oh yeah. Until, until everything is, uh, until you're able to get that money from the from the pros if you get if you make it that far. Yeah. That's what you gotta do. You gotta get it. Gotta get it. And speaking of that, um, the other type of work that uh people do and didn't get paid for for years and years and years, I was looking um looking around the internet and I see that they said Texas is no longer going to teach that the KKK is bad. Like they're just not gonna. I guess they're kind of like not gonna talk about it at all. They're gonna gloss over it, or maybe just kind of act like it wasn't a. A portion of American history Or is it a portion of American history Because it's still going on So it prompted me to look up some other stuff And I looked up North Carolina I looked up all the states But the ones that stood out the most Was North Carolina When they talk about Slavery And I guess like the history of slavery And slavery incidents in America They refer they reference it To sound like It was Africans who immigrated to the south And it was Africans who just moved about Out of Africa to other parts of the world And moved into To uh, southern United States just because like that's what they wanted To do and I was like Holy cow are they really Is this really how they're teaching Slavery that these uh, Africans just like you know hey Let's go catch a let's go catch a, a, a ship Let's go over to America and let's see what's happening in America Over there you know that new that new glando Let's go see what's happening over there that's what North Carolina does. West Virginia, <laughs> West Virginia references it and talks about it like it was a part of the supply demand portion of the business industry. So I was like, yo, what the hell is going on and what are we doing? Where are we at? Well, we know where we're at in America and with the history of slavery and the teaching of cultural awareness and cultural history but to know that these states are enacting laws and these states are actually this they're actually part of their curriculum where they're going to say slavery was part of the immigration of Africans to to America the southern region of America I that I, shit I blew my mind son it's it's kind of uh, unfortunately it's not surprising, and it's because the people that are are enforcing these laws. Uh, let's be real, uh, them motherfuckers probably in the KKK or making or was they believe in that? Uh, they believe in these these crazy ass. Well, black people just happen to just show up out of nowhere. That's they believe that shit. Like they want people, to, they want the future to believe that as well. It's up to it's up to parents, it's up to parents to to educate your kids uh, about true history and things like that. You can't depend on these schools to teach these kids 
because I, I, I did not learn that stuff when I was going, when I was growing up, I did not learn. I just knew, I knew George Washington was a cool guy that never lied and cut down some goddamn tree or some nonsense like that. But I ain't know the motherfucker owned slaves. Yeah, you're right. I ain't know how presidents owned slaves. You know, they don't teach you that stuff. They teach you what you, you, what they, what they want you to know. So at the end of the day, and you learned about that stuff by, by digging by doing your own research and parents have to be better with their kids to be like, yeah, you can learn all that stuff in school, but this is, this is also what happened. Uh, so we, and, and these laws are never going to change unless these mother And I always, we said this before when it was like voting and stuff like that. These, these laws are never going to change until people vote these people the fuck out or these assholes die. It's just two, it's just the two things because we need a whole bunch of assholes to die to like, get this racism thing so slightly down a little bit more because we know it'll never end but just to, just to get it from what it's probably at it's probably at six right now we need to get it to five or seven let's get it down to six uh, because we all know at slavery time and, and all this other stuff that shit was at ten it was at it was it probably was at eleven but we need to get it right now it's at like seven eight or whatever like that we need to get it down a notch but we need motherfuckers to die off and we need to vote people out that's just basically what it is and uh these laws are going to continue to be dumb, dumber and dumber and try to uh, wash away history uh, from uh, exactly what happened. And it, it should not be a problem if kids know exactly what happened. You know, yes, they were slaves. Yes, they were bad people back then. You understand? They, that's what it was. Unfortunately, that's what it was. But we're trying to change that. You understand? You don't want to. We're not trying to. Uh, mimic exactly what happened back then. This is what happened. Let's try to change it around. And this why certain things that these kids see today, that's why things are happening. You think that this is not a, uh, and I'm saying this from the last year with the George Floyd and, and uh, uh, all the uprising and stuff like that. Kids were like, you know, these kids are, uh, were that, that were nine, 10, eight, whatever. These kids are like, what in the world is going on in the world? Like, what is going on? If you don't teach your kids like, yo, this is, this is not, this is not abnormal because of slavery, of the Jim Crow laws and things like that. You teach mm-hmm. them that stuff, but holy cow, you know what? This is kind of like the stuff you was teaching me on when Martin Luther King was marching and, 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 and Malcolm X and things like that. The kids are not caught off guard, but if you're like, yeah, everything is cool. There was never no slavery and everything is fine. And, and black people and white people are great and all other stuff like that. If you hit them with that, when stuff like last year happens, then they're caught off guard. They're like, yeah. what the fuck is all of this? What is this? <clears throat> it's going to be a complete shock to their system. Yes, it's a shock to their Like you said, it's, a sh- it's like throwing cold water on them. So they don't they don't have any idea. Now you got to have a whole long conversation with them. You got to spend your whole Saturday trying to figure out, so this is what happened. A man got murdered and it's because of, of racism and blah, blah, blah. Now you got to go through this whole rigmarole because you didn't want to teach your kid. You wanted to... You wanted to keep them brainwashed from the shit that actually happened is actually happening. You have to, you have to, these kids are smart. They got phones. These kids got phones. These guys, kids got internet. Yeah. I don't, oh, I don't let my kids get on the internet. I have a, 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 a blocker on all of these sites. Yeah. These kids figure shit out. These kids take the blocker off. When the fuck you give them the phone, put the blocker back on when you give them, when, when you take the phone from them. These kids know they're not oh, idiots. Yeah. They're fucking searching all kinds of crazy shit on the web. So it's not like back in the day where you had where, where me and you were growing up where it took forever to get information. 
forever. We had to go through. I, I remember having a whole shitload of encyclopedia. A to what? A to you D. The, you had the whole uh, joint. You had the whole joint. You had the A through yeah, Z. Yeah, the whole fucking wall. Then you had like the the. You had like four or five extra books that was like special for certain topics. Yeah, it's definitely not like that anymore. Like all the information is right there, and a lot of times we shelter. We shelter our kids too much from information because we feel a lot of times they may not be ready for it. A lot of times it may be too traumatic. It may be too damaging to their innocence. But you have to have that balance to explain to them what's going on. But at the same time, not have them believe just off top that all white people are bad and we want to kill all white people. Like You don't want to have that type of mentality, but you want them to be completely aware of What's happened so far What's continuing to happen And ways to make it better But just to review Just those two states To hear that that's how they're teaching About slavery, about the history These other states Are probably even worse Like I didn't even look up Georgia to see what Georgia says about it Or what Maybe a Louisiana might say about it But Even New York said that they don't it's not illegal to teach it. There's no like real set guidelines to teach it. But of course, like you said, we grew up there. We didn't really learn it. Like it was glossed over. Like, like people had slaves, slavery happened. And then that was it. It was like moving on to the next subject. It's never been something that's been fully discussed or it's never been something that's been wanting to be a staple or a fixture of a topic because nobody, I I think one of the biggest reasons is because people don't want to have to deal with it and explain it. And for the longest time, the majority of teachers, especially the way we grew up, the majority of teachers were, were white guys or older white ladies. Mm-hmm. So they really couldn't teach it, one, because they probably believed in it. And two, it was just too much of a touchy subject that they probably was like, I either got to be 100% against it or I can't mention it at all. There's no middle ground for me. There's no way for me to teach this and either not seem like I'm for it or to just be impartial. And a lot of times when you teach stuff, you've got to be impartial because you're delivering the facts. So they couldn't really be, they couldn't find that middle ground. So they just avoided it altogether. Now, fortunately, you know, there's a lot more black teachers. There's a lot of teachers who are our age. Some of the older black teachers are now being given more leeway because of the changing of the guard in the administrative offices so now they're starting to feed some of the information. They're starting to change some of that stuff and give that information out. But a lot of it is a little too late. Some of it is right on time. And it's just, we've just got to find that balance. And we got to start these charter schools where the schools don't really have to follow the state guidelines as far as, as far as some of the curriculum goes. We've got to get some more of those. We got to get some of those black, some black owned ones. So that we can get some of this information out So we can teach our kids Like my cousin owns She started a school The Jean Charles Academy in Boston And that's like that's her goal She wants to teach the minority children About their real history Their real path And provide them with quality Quality education and quality information And that's what we need We need that changing of the guards Where we are teaching us And we are trying to explain to the ones behind us say, oh, this is what's going on. The reason why you're living in this community and the reason why this community is the way it is is because of this, this, this back 50 years ago, 60 years ago. This all set this in motion. 
But you've got to be the change. You've got to flip it. You've got to become more than what your ancestors were or what your mother and father were because right now, they, if they're feeding them this BS, like, them kids are going to grow up thinking, oh, when we when we talk about slavery to our grandkids, they're going to be like, oh, you talking about that thing with, um, when the Africans immigrated here? Yo, I can't imagine yeah. something. I can imagine sitting in my rocket chair talking about grandkids about slavery. They're like, oh, yeah, you talking about, yeah, when the Africans immigrated? That was cool. They came here and got jobs. Wait a minute. What are you <laughs> talking about? Who told you that? That's why you got to roll up to the school of your uh, your grandpa wheelchair with the uh, with the with the, with the uh, sandals on, no socks, and be like, hey, who the, who the hell's the principal around here? <laughs> it's it, it, uh, it's uh, you're absolutely correct. You're absolutely correct. It's just last year was the reason why you don't why you don't teach the stuff that they teach. That you you have to do better. Last year was the perfect reason. You know how many parents, black, white. Asian, it doesn't does not matter. Every single person in the entire world knew about the George Floyd incident. They knew about that that murder, right? So if everybody knew about it. You don't think these kids was out here talking about, uh, what, what the hell's going on? Like, why is cops kneeing on uh, this guy's neck? Yeah. And kids, they're so, like, trying to figure out what the hell's going on, why people are marching. You couldn't hide it from your kids. It was impossible to hide it from your kids. Mm-hmm. So you had to have that conversation. And this is why you teach them the stuff you're, they're supposed to learn so you don't have to have these crazy conversations with these kids. If you're over here talking about, yo, you know what? You know, things was, things. this, this is how things were a uh, hundred years ago. And I, I hate when people like, slavery was so long ago. I, I just uh, saw this lady uh, that is 107 years old. And she was the first person to graduate from, I forget what college, I don't even want to say the college, so I don't want to get it incorrect. But her parents, her freaking parents, she's alive, her freaking parents were slaves. So I hate when people tell me, oh, slavery was forever ago. Oh, it was a long time ago. Oh, really? Well, tell, tell, tell it to this lady, because her parents were slaves. Mm-hmm. Her parents, not, not like two generations, not three generations, her parents. My mom and dad, people that birthed me, they were slaves. That's crazy. So when people try to hit you with the whole slavery was this long ago and blah 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 blah, that's bullshit. We think it was long time ago because at the at because today motherfucking uh thirty five is an uh, elder. Thirty five. <laughs> you talk to a fucking twenty one year old, they're like, God damn, you thirty five, you an old motherfucker. Yep. That's, that's you right old about that. Today. Right? You can't hey, even we'll do say that shit. It's like they like. I'm trying second, to get my right? life together that's before what? I'm thirty five. Thirty five is over for me. But like, God damn. Yeah, motherfucker, you just started living. So you can't say anything to kids or, or, or certain people because they, they're at the point where like thirty five is thirty five is ninety and, and fucking forty is oh forget about it. You are you are pushing the deathbed. You are you are literally you you one you are like two birthdays from dying. That's just <laughs> what it is. So you so so you have to teach these kids because none of this shit was years and years ago. And even if it was years and years ago, you have to learn history because last year was not an anomaly. It was mm-hmm. not an anomaly. Unfortunately, that guy lost his life on camera, but it's, it's sad to say, but we all know that that shit is going to happen again to someone. Some poor man is going to be on a camera 
and it's going to be some dumb shit that's going to happen. It's just what is going to happen. And you have to teach your kids, like, this is the reason some shit happens because of the system that we live in. The system that we live in is from blah, 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 from slavery, it's from Jim Crow, it's from all this other stuff. Like, uh, we're going to get into, like, the crack era and all that stuff like that. It's all, it's all tied into what's happening today. Yeah. And if kids know that, when these shits happen, it's not a blow. It's like, oh, okay, this makes a lot of sense. We talked about this. Yeah, it's crazy, man. <clears throat> it's a it's a different type of uh, situation, different type of stuff going on. But um, let's keep it moving, guy. So there's this uh, in Missouri. There's these two gentlemen that are um, currently incarcerated now. Both of them are innocent. And I know before everybody says, well, how you know they're innocent? For one, in both cases, the individual who actually committed the crime has been arrested, went to jail, and served their time. So the people who actually did the crime are now out of jail. These two individuals, in both situations, there were no eyewitnesses. There was no like real 100% evidence, but both of them were convicted for the crimes. And one is one got like 43 years, the other one got like 26 years. But both gentlemen are in jail. In the first case, the person who really did a crime came in and was like, "You know what? I did it. Whatever, whatever. I'm person I'm a person guilty of this crime." They got locked up, served whatever time frame they were supposed to serve. I don't know if they cut a deal or whatever they did, but they served their time. They got out of jail. Other person, same thing. Person somehow got caught. They confessed that I did this crime. They got locked up, served their time, got out of jail. Now, both individuals have not been let out of jail yet because the governor, in one case, the governor's like, oh, we got all these other cases ahead of them. I can't just jump the line with this person. I got to take care of all these other pardons, all the other reviews before I get to theirs. The other one, the DA was like, yeah, uh, we'll get to it. We'll deal with it when we can. It's just, you know, got other cases and other things ahead of them. So both situations, these gentlemen are innocent, proven innocent, and they're still in jail. The person who committed the crime went to jail, then got out of jail, served their time. So in doing so, I started looking it up. I'm looking like, oh. Well, let's see what's going to happen when they get out of jail, when they finally do get their um, their cases overturned, uh, thrown out or whatever. Let's see what's going to happen when they get out. Come to find out, Missouri has a situation where unless DNA evidence overturns your conviction, you cannot be compensated monetarily. You're just let out. Hey, our bad. We're sorry. We didn't mean to do it to you. Have a nice life. The only way you can get some money in Missouri is if they say, hey, we found this. We found this uh, hair sample and this proves that you're innocent. The fact that somebody came in and confessed or got caught and confessed, whatever happened, but other people took uh, responsibility for those crimes. These gentlemen will not get any type of compensation. Not one red cent for their lives being destroyed and stolen from them for these decades of the years. Like, I don't know. I don't even know how to how further to explain other than that. 
is insane. It hurt, it hurt me to the core to be like, yo, these gentlemen, these guys in jail, they know they're innocent. It's proven that they're innocent, and you've got the governors and the DAs and all these other politicians and political people like, ah, now nah, we get to you when we get to you. They, uh, I, 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 you sent me this story the other day, and it was, uh, it was heartbreaking just watching it, uh, being, uh, just, uh, being described, uh, exactly what's going on between these, these guys. I hate stories like this. I absolutely hate stories like this because um, what, when I watch them and when I find out the details, I start to all automatically just say, damn, these are just two of plenty of guys, just, yes. just people, just people in general, because it was, a, it was a white guy that was going, that just been released from jail, like after 23, 23 years of jail, wrongfully convicted. So I'm just going to go with, with people in jail. You know, wrongfully convicted, um, and it's just—it's it, terrible, terrible, terrible. I, 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 these stories right there just break my heart because I could never, you know, you—you you live on. I always say you live on this earth one time, and if you spend, if you are wrongfully convicted of something, and you know damn well you did not do it, and you spend the majority of your life in jail, there is no do-overs. There is nothing to be like, ah, my bad, and then to not be compensated for to not be compensated for it to not to be like yo we not we're not gonna give you a cool five mil but when you do get out you ain't gotta find a job or anything like that nah you're gonna have to come out and still find a job while you're convicted of some shit you had no no doings of and your life is over it's uh life is done it's huh? a raw deal it's crazy and just to think like like you said, you get out, you got that money, you can go, you can maybe just, you can just live off the money. Like, I can't get a job. I, I don't know how to operate in this in this day and age. Like, if you went to jail 15 years ago, you get out now. You're like, you really are lost in the world where the world is now. Like, you really don't have a full understanding of what's going on with a lot of things. Now, imagine you was locked up. 40 years ago you get out you have no understanding of what's going on other than what you because they have tv they have internet they have all those things but to actually walk the street and immerse yourself into it you're going to be completely lost now you gotta go get a job you gotta go start some type of some way to get some income and you really don't know how this world is operating now it's a whole new world you know how many new things there are from 20 years ago that you probably really use, you see it on TV or you see it on a computer in jail, but like, you know, you didn't participate in it. And to say that, Oh, we ain't giving you nothing. We just going to unlock this door and you have a good day. Oh man. It's absolutely insane, son. And in hearing that and seeing like, Oh, it had to be DNA evidence that, that got you overturned. I looked at, I started looking it up. Most States have it listed to where you could have not, Pled guilty or you could have not Like had any type Of plea or took any type of plea deal Or you couldn't have confessed To anything in order to get Some type of compensation So let me break that down So if I was to get locked, locked up For something they was like yeah you did it We know you did it we gonna give you 130 years unless you take this Plea deal I'm like, All right, you know, Just give me the plea deal for these 50 I know I didn't do it but y'all got all this stacked against me I'm just gonna take this plea deal if Jim come around the corner three days later and be like, yo, 
it was me. He ain't do it. I did it. Here go the video proof of me doing it. Because I took that plea deal, I can now not get compensated. I just got to go to court and just go through the whole process and get convicted in order for me to get compensated on on any type of level. Fucking ridiculous. Just, just, uh, just it, it breaks, it kind of breaks my heart because I, it's just like, I truly, I truly live on this. You only live one stuff and obviously everybody should live like that. So to hear that, it's almost like you're dead. Like you, you might as well have, because now you're just spending your life, uh, wasting it away in jail for some shit. You know, for a fact, you did nothing about, you did nothing. I did nothing. I, I didn't do it. Now you are just going to waste your life away in jail. I mean, you can get all the degrees and you can, uh, you know, people always say, well, you know, jail, you can get degrees and you can work and you can get some, uh, some, uh, some skills. That is great when you do a crime and you are supposed to be in jail. That is not great when I don't do a crime and I'm not supposed to be in there. I don't give a fuck how many degrees I get. I could be a doctorate. I can have the fucking best job, the best cook in the goddamn place. If I did not do the crime, I should not be getting fucking doctorates in jail and motherfucking reading all these books and writing books and blah, 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 while I'm in jail. I should be out here doing whatever the fuck I want to do. I don't care if I just want to watch TV and just be a bum, but I should be doing it free. Mm-hmm. And it's just terrible that these guys are, that their life, that their life was wasted in jail and then can't get out and get nothing for it. Which like the, that's just the, the kicker. That's just the kicker in the ball. That's just what it is. <laughs> that is insane. Son. And you can't, and it's so many, and I get it. They, I get they have to put some type of stipulations in place, but the stipulations for you to be able to get comp- compensated are absolutely, it's just crazy. And what makes it worse is 18 States that have nothing in place for you. So there are 18 states where you can get arrested, get convicted, and then somebody else pop up and be like, nah, it was me, I did it. And there's nothing in place to compensate you when they let you out. So those 18 states just un- unlock the door, like, all right, we'll holler at you. Like, what do you mean? Oh, yeah, my, I'll bet. That's what I'm saying. hit you with a, with a letter that says, I'll bet. This is just, yo. But surprisingly, the state, which I didn't think this state would have – I guess you could call it the best compensation because I don't think anything is after after your years of your life are stolen like that. I don't think anything is really compensating in the sense. But the state that has the I guess you call it the best compensation would be Texas. Now you know Texas is the is the frying state. Like they they'll cook somebody real quick in Texas. Like you get electrocuted over the smallest things in Texas. But they actually yeah. have the best compensation program where. They will give you $80,000 for every year you were locked up and then another 25000 for every year that you were like on probation or on the like the sex offenders registry, depending on what crime you were convicted of. And they give you free tuition up to 120 credit hours. So for, for Texas to be such a like hard nosed type of prison state they got the that's the best thing i could find they got the best compensation out there oh that's perfect yeah that's, that, that's fair that's something fair i mean you don't want to get locked up for anything but if you're wrongfully convicted and you're able to get compensated for it it doesn't bring back those years 
but at, at bare at bare minimum, you should be getting something for the time that you were in there because you would have uh, possibly you would have had a job, possibly you would have yeah. had kids, all this other stuff like that. All of that is possible. But I, we don't know because yeah, y'all, y'all motherfuckers had me locked up, <laughs> exactly. you know, for no goddamn reason. Exactly. And I told y'all I didn't do it, but y'all was like, yeah, everybody say that. Exactly. <laughs> Well, it's crazy, but there's a couple of states that, because you said um, about jobs, there's a couple of states that will pay you, like, based on the, um, I guess, like, the inflation rate or the average job that you would have had, they'll pay you, like, that yearly salary for the years you were locked up, including inflation rates and all of that. So there's some states with some things in place. But like you said, at the end of the day, like, my life was gone. Like, I could have been out here you don't know what I could have been had I been free on these streets, mm-hmm. but you had me locked up. Some of it is, um, some of it is racial. Some of it is political. Cause they're trying to keep their uh, rates up. And some people just get caught up and you get a horrible public defender, or whatever, and you get railroaded. And then sometimes it's not always based on race. I said race is the first one, but a lot of times not always based on race. Sometimes you just get railroaded and you just get the short end of the stick and they trying to fry you, trying to send you up. And once you go away, like all that time you spent, you could have been, you could have been the next Bill Gates. You could have been next, next uh, Jeff Bezos. You could have been LeBron James, Michael. You could have been anything. Nobody knows what you could have been in that span. And let's say like 20 years, you were locked up. But you were locked up, so now you you just an inmate. Now you're just a dude coming out or just a female coming out trying to figure out life. Like, what am I about to do now? Because all I know is prison. I know when to go to bed, when to wake up, when to go outside, when to come back inside. Like, I don't know how to operate independently on my own. And I think that's probably, like, the biggest thing that affects people. I mean, aside from not being around your family, to be institutionalized and be programmed and then just to be let out. Like, here you go. Figure it out. Enjoy your life. It's just insane, son. It's just, it's, uh, it's disgusting. Just disgusting, man. I hate, I hate when life is wasted and I hate what life being wasted because I know, and I don't feel like a lot of people know that life is precious. You get one of these shots. There is no guarantee that you're going to make the, People, I think I don't know if people are like you know what there's going to be an afterlife and I'm going to go to another universe or I believe in reincarnation and I hope you call me because a piece of toilet paper because the people <laughs> that don't that don't believe like this right here is precious is is bugging yo they are bugging people get killed unfortunately that's just tragic because they don't get a chance to live the rest of their life when people die from like. Car, like uh, a car speeding down the, the road and he's drunk and he speeds and hits someone and he kills that family and it's like yo they had nothing to do with that and then the drunk driver winds up living and going to jail but he's living but it's like yo I, I and, and that now we have these these guys and not just them like you said it's, it's plenty of these stories plenty of people that went to jail when they weren't supposed to and their lives are taken from them Yes, they were in jail. They were alive. But there's one thing when you spend, if you get locked up at, at, let's say you get locked up at 21, and all of a sudden you got to spend 30 years in jail. You get out at 51. Yes, your life is not over at 51. That is absolutely correct. You can still do whatever you want at 51. You can go to school. You can do whatever. But I damn sure could do a lot between the ages of 21 to 51 
I could have been went to school. I could have been did all the stuff that, that mm-hmm. someone wants to make the, the best of these. I, I understand. And then you're going to tell me I'm not going to be compensated for it? You mean to tell me, so y'all made a mistake and I don't get nothing from it? So it's a, my bad. You, we good? It's a, we good and you close the door and that's it? No, no, fuck that. I need fucking 10 minutes outside. <laughs> and that's, that's, it. that's like, the, I think that that thought process or that idea is what makes me mad. Like one part of it makes me, it makes me sad. It makes me hurt. Like, damn, this dude's been through a lot. This young lady's been through a lot. Like, damn, they got the part of their life stolen from them. But then to hear the side of, we're not going to compensate you. And you just got to, like you said, just our bad, man. We highlight you later. Hit all your stuff. You came with, um, appreciate it. You no, know, like appreciate you. Not, uh, Shanking us now while you was in here. Like, what? Wait a minute. Nah. Step on outside, son. You know, I need 10. I need 10. Usually, motherfuckers get the five, but I need 10. I need 10 solid minutes. I need 10 with everybody. I need 10 with the warden. I need 10 with the DA. I need 10 with the arresting officer. I need 10 minutes with everybody, son. Everybody (laughs) need to give me 10. And I need 10 with uh, whoever actually committed a crime and took so long to step up and say they did it. I need 10 with them, too. That is a fact. I need, I, we could do it at the same time. I'm going to have the adrenaline. We could do it all at the same time. That shit is insane, son. Oh, man. So, um, last week, not last week, earlier this week, I was listening to um, the 85 South, 85 South show, and Dude Chico Bean brought up an um, interesting concept, interesting conversation. And I figured we touched on it one time before we get out of here. He said he his his view was the crack era or crack itself being brought into the black community did more damage than slavery did. And <clears throat> excuse me, I, t- I tend to agree with him. And here, here's my view. And then you give your view. Here's my I, I tend to agree with him. One, because. Crack has has had a extremely longevity. Now it hasn't had the longevity that uh slavery had, of course, but crack's been around for a minute. It's damaged generations, it's damaged friendships, families, communities. It's done a lot of damage. And one of the biggest factors in it is that it was a choice by black people to begin to sell it use it and pass it through the community. Now, when they brought crack to the black community, like that first person could have been like that first person that grabbed it and started selling it. When they saw what it did to like two people, they could have been like, yo, we don't need to do this. This is damaging. This is going to destroy everything around me and going to destroy everybody around me. But all they saw was the money. They saw the dollar signs. They was like, Oh, I can sell it for this amount and I can make this amount. Cool. And they ran with it. And then they put their homeboy on and then their cousin and this, they put all these people on to selling this thing. And then it became a full on epidemic where for years people were selling crack and killing each other left and right. Even at a point where kind of black people was turning the corner. You had a lot of middle-class black people. A lot of people Crossing over from poverty to middle class And from middle class to upper class It was a it was somewhat of a strong movement going on And that's one reason why crack was introduced Into the black communities By 
government officials, by the DEA, by the CIA, and this is all documented. It's all been put out there. You don't believe me? You go research it yourself. But crack was put into the black communities to stop that growth, to stop that movement forward, and that's why I think it did worse. Like slavery, we were stolen, we were chained, we were shackled. We didn't have a choice. Your choice was either to deal with it or try to escape. And try to escape, most people died. Most people jumped off the ship. That's why they have that thing. Like in Black Panther where it said, no, this is for my ancestors who chose who chose to see over bondage. Like you had a choice. You can either kill yourself, you can fight to the death, you can try to fight for your freedom, or you can just deal with it and just suck it up. When it came to crack, you had a choice. We had a choice where we could have been like, yo, we're not selling this to our people. Like it turned friends against like best friends were shooting each other and killing each other. Best friends was like selling Crack to their best friend mother Like yo I gotta get this bread I gotta get this money And they didn't care Who they sold it to They didn't care Who it affected Just as long as they got The um That money from it As long as they Lined their pockets They was able to get The rope chains And the cars And the houses And this that and the third And it, it damaged A longevity There's plenty of people Who could have been Great Businessmen Inventors who knows what they could have been had they not got hooked on crack? We have so many crack babies. Who knows what those babies could have been had they not been crack babies? We have so many black men in jail right now who are brilliant businessmen. They they actually created a full-on illegal business with this crack where they have a great business mind. They could have took that and... Came up with a store, some other form of business to make money, but this was just so readily available with such fast money and such fast income that that's the route they chose, and it damaged generations. Like crack will affect people beyond us and generations beyond us because there's still people getting hooked on it. There's still people smoking it. There's still people selling it, and it's just like a never-ending thing. Slavery. Ended in a in a form of slavery Ended at some point And people was like you know what we ain't taking this no more We gonna band together We gonna fight and we gonna get our freedom We gonna fight back And they got together and did it With this crack and nobody's fighting back for this Nobody's trying to stop this Everybody's just trying to get the people who are participating in it They just trying to get their money They were just after their money They didn't care who and what got hurt Like we have they had what, what was the thing in Miami Where they had the shower posse We had people Full on shootouts in the middle of the mall With machine guns Over some crack Whether it be money, whether it be territory So in my mind That's why I kind of agree with dude Where he's saying like crack affected black people Worse than slavery did Because slavery while we were in bondage People still made sure That people behind them Were better than they were So you might teach, you might teach a little kid to read You might teach a little kid Hey look this is how you're going to run. This is how you're going to get away. This is how you're going to escape this life we're living right now. It was a, we're going to get out of this one way or another type of push and type of education with Craig. There was nothing. Because once you got hooked on it, you wasn't trying to tell nobody nothing. You wasn't trying to tell nobody how not to do it. You were smoking it. You didn't care how you got your rock and who you hurt, what you stole to get your rock. Because you just wanted your rock. You didn't teach people, hey, kids, don't do these drugs. You was like, man, I'm smoking this rock. And this rock is going to be hitting tonight. So that that that's how I that's how I look at it. Son. 
I, I definitely, uh, that is a strong argument. That's a strong argument for, for crack. I'm like, God damn, shit, crack was that. Shit, God damn. <laughs> uh, I, I did not, I did not see that episode of the 85 South show. I'm not sure if anybody, uh, gave an argument for the slavery, uh, why that is probably, why they probably felt like that was worth it. Did anybody, uh, say anything about slavery or everybody was just listening to Chico Bean? Nah, a couple people was like, they, they explained they side of slavery. It was like, you know, slavery is what started it all, but set it all in place. And it's the reason why we, we are, it's sort of like they said, you know, slavery put in place the positions and the opportunity for us to be in such a, such a bad position that we would want to sell crack. So like, if it wasn't for slavery, we wouldn't have been so downtrodden and so against the wall where we would want to sell crack. If I had to give my argument for why I believe slavery would be even worse than uh, crack, and and as bad as, as shoot, when you was explaining, I was like, God damn, yeah, I remember those era. I remember that era, so I know how bad crack was. Um, but I'm always go with slavery, be the Kickstarter, and the reason is if we have to go all the way back before uh, black people actually got to America, that was not an easy ride. Just like uh, they said in Black Panther, you know, I don't want to, I'd rather jump in the ocean and rather die like that, die a free man and blah, 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 blah. But for those people, and, and that's a hard line. When I heard it in the movies, I was like, yes, like, ooh. Like, I had to sit back. Like, I, you know, it was one of those lines where you sit back. It's like if somebody tells you something, and you're like, damn, I, I've never thought of it like that. Like, I've never pictured, there's a whole bunch of things where people say, and I and I take it in, and I'm like, I've never thought of it like that. That's crazy. But I, I'm also a person that that does a lot of thinking. So when I when he was saying that, I was like, damn, that's a, that's a hard line. But I also got to appreciate the people that made it because he wouldn't even have that time to have that conversation. He wouldn't even have that conversation if if no if everybody decided to jump off that boat, none of us would be having here having this conversation. There wouldn't have been no crack era. There wouldn't have been none of that shit. And I believe that crack affected black people worse than this. The reason why is because, and I don't know if anybody else said this, but like they, uh, maybe like they said, but this literally led to everything else. Like every other, every other policy, every other thing, the, the reason that they, they, uh, they did the crack era, the reason that the crack was in the, the hood is because the government, right? We all know the government is down with a lot of other bullshit. It was, if you follow your history, you know, everybody already knows that the government had something to do with the crack making it to the hood. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of slavery, that was the blueprint for the Jim Crow. That's been the blueprint for cops doing the shit that they doing all the way up until today. What people don't really understand is the cops wasn't really cops back in the day. Nope. Cops was actually was just it was just a bunch of motherfuckers that was kind of like kind of like the Klan, if you want to be real. Uh, they were slave so, catchers. Exactly. So all of the shit that's going on, as much as crack, as, as bad as crack was, and I remember that, uh, we also have to remember that every black person that came over, this motherfucker was slaves. <laughs> it, it, I mean, we had some, mm-hmm. the crack was horrible. It was a fucking terrible, but not everybody was doing crack. It was, it was, it was when, for the people that it was affecting, it was, it was tragic. It was horrible. Like like what you said, it happened to to the people today. Like we have people still dying from crack, but it's not as bad today because people are like, "You still doing crack? Like really? Like it's yeah. almost like 
<laughs> motherfuckers was like, really? So motherfuckers are still doing crack? This is what we're doing? Um, it's almost like uh, turned away from it. There's still people that still do it and, you know, and don't let it, don't let people twist you. If they're doing cocaine, they're doing crack. Same shit. It's just, a, it's just a more expensive joint. Yep. Um, so people talk about, oh, I was doing cocaine. No, motherfucker, you're doing the same shit. This crack, cocaine, it's all the same shit. Because well, people try to be like, oh, I was partying and we was doing cocaine. All right, you crackhead. That's what the fuck you was doing. This is <laughs> what it is. <laughs> so, as much as I, 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 everything that you were saying is on point, but I'm always going with slavery because slavery is literally the blueprint for anything that happens when it's trying to oppress black people. It's the blueprint. They, yeah. and when they're talking about, oh, we're going to try to hold these people down, uh, People not obviously not all all people, but the people that want to hold black people down, they look for the laws that they had, like with Jim Crow, and they look for these laws that they had back in these days, 50, 60, 70 years ago. They look at these laws and be like, how the fuck can we just just little tweak it, uh-huh. just tweak it a little bit so we can just fucking still fuck with black people? That's and then they come with voting laws, right? They come up with the shit that they have today, the voting law that they have they passed in Georgia, those type shit, or. Like you said, like you, like we were talking about earlier. Oh, we're just not going to teach about Ku Klux Klan and shit like that. Oh, we're just going to take away Martin Luther King holiday. Oh, we're just going to do all of this shit. They're just tweaking the shit. Everything that they learned 50, 60, 70 years ago and, and all of that shit is just shit that they learned from slavery. So I, I when I think of slavery, I think of, wow, that is a, a horrendous time that just gave Whoever is trying to oppress black people, the blueprint on what you need to do to try to oppress a, a group of people so you can continue to feel like you're on top or be on top. And I think these lawmakers, some of these lawmakers, not all of them, obviously, I think they go back and they just fucking, they don't want you to read the fucking the history books, but you could goddamn well rest assured they are reading the history books very well so they can figure out ways fucking oppress a certain amount of people oh yeah so definitely that's what I, I just feel but shit both arguments are absolutely it's just terrible uh, the crack era and slavery both of them eras are fucking horrendous just to our culture um, and I wish it never happened but I always I, like when, as bad as those two eras were I look back at them as things that we need to learn from as people and educate, not just our people, but educate everybody. Um, so, so they can teach their kids and, and we're not going through a vicious cycle of dumb shit, uh, of dumbass laws or bad policing. Um, and it's not, obviously it's not all, police. you got to say this shit. It's not all police, but, um, you know, just, just making sure that we police the police freaking, uh, we teach our kids. So they're not going through the same dumb shit. These laws got to change. Get the get the right people in the office so these laws can be changed. You know, I feel like, from my point of view, I feel like that's where the shit all started from, and where motherfuckers was like, yeah, yeah. Oh, remember when they were? Uh, remember when we wouldn't let them off the land? Remember when they couldn't vote? Remember when women couldn't vote? Mm-hmm. Remember this? Remember that? Oh, remember when we were just putting them in jail for no reason? Oh, we just need to tweak it a little bit so we can continue to do the same shit. But yeah. they won't know we're doing the same shit. Yeah, you're right about that, guy. That's why. That's why it's just good to educate because things like the majority of things in the world are just remixes and revamps of something that's already yeah. been going on. 
So this is no different. The um, oppression is no different. The laws are no different. It's just, we're just going to, like you said, we're going to reword it. We're going to reshape it so that they don't fully believe it's what it used to be. And and one of the biggest things is like they know certain generations of people are dying off. So you're like, this generation don't know nothing about that. They Their grandmother or their father or whoever is, is dead. So that idea and that thought of that law died with them. So we can go ahead and push this one along because they don't know nothing about it. And that's where it's at right now. That is an absolute fact. What you're saying is all facts. And, and, but, but on the other side, we feel the same way. Like you old motherfuckers, you old racist fucks are finally about to die off. So get the fuck up out of here and die already. So maybe this next generation could, uh, teach their kids, the opposite of whatever you dumb fucks think of. That's that's pretty mm-hmm. much it's like a it's like a waiting game. Uh, you you old people, their old people are gonna die off, so hopefully they won't know their history. And we're like, you old motherfuckers die off, so we can fucking teach them a new history, so we can teach them history, and they they won't repeat the same mistakes. Yep, and that's what it is. <laughs> like it's a waiting game. It's a waiting game <laughs> on both sides, man. And one of the big one of the uh, I think a good strong quote I saw, and I'm not even sure who who said it. But it said, for those who aren't using their white privilege and aren't using their their educational level and knowledge to try to change some things or try to address those that are making these jacked up laws and statutes, you're just as guilty as they are. Like, you're just as much of a racist or inconsiderate person as they are because you know it's wrong and you know you have the ability to either get in their air or to actually make the change and you're not doing it. You just standing by like, man, that's messed up what's going on. I know they shouldn't be doing it, but you know, hey, I'm just me. I ain't gonna say nothing. So you just oh, as you guilty know, you, as they are. You know the thing. If you're not with us, you against us. That's just pretty much what it is. Yup. You that's ain't with us, is, you boy. against us. That's just that's just a fact. And that is a absolute fact. That's where we at with it, cause we need some more people on our side. We got to do a whole lot of stuff ourselves, but we definitely need some more people on our side. Some people that got their foot in the door or some people got their whole body in the room with the decision makers. We got to get them on our side. They got to start seeing seeing the light and doing what's right, man. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. It's, it's, uh, you know, we need allies. You know, we need allies. And we need people. If, if, if it's, it's one of those things. Like, and I'm going to speak to the kids real quick. It's like, it's almost like this. If you're an ally and you the fucking, if this was a club, right? And the ally is the white person. He's a DJ, right? And he's also the promoter. But the black people stand outside. We call him the DJ and the promoter. Yo, let us inside. Let us inside. But if we don't get no word from the DJ or the promoter, cause I got to talk like the kids. This is the only way the kids know what the fuck is going on. So if we call the promoter and be like, yo, we trying to get inside, yo, they, they, they fucking with us outside. If the promoter never comes to the door to come get us and say, yo, these are my peoples, let them in. And we're going to just be outside, mm-hmm. unfortunately. But we need you to come outside to come get us and tell us, yo, we good. They good. Now, nah, these these one right here, all of these, these are my people. They good. They can come in. If we don't get past the bouncer, then we're just going to be stuck in the same position. And we're just going to be looking at y'all. Like, this is some bullshit. I know these motherfuckers, but these motherfuckers ain't coming to get us. You got to talk like that to the kids today. You got to talk in any kind of language. Because they don't know what the fuck we're talking about. If we just talk about, like, 
we need allies. They'd be like, what? What is this? We're talking about like, like Britain? We're talking about like Spain? <laughs> we got to talk to them like, we got to talk to them like the club. Yeah. Dope analogy. I like that. I like that analogy, man. I like that breakdown. Uh, man, well, people, it's been another, um, another good episode. Me and Nels. Yeah, this, this is a little bit deeper than what we normally do, but we gotta we gotta flip it up. We gotta break it down. We gotta have some different conversations. We gotta provide y'all with some good entertainment, some good thought provoking stuff for you all to take back and sit around and discuss with each other. Yep. Um hey, let us know in the um comment section of um our page on Facebook or in the, whatever you listening to this on in those comments, make a comment, let us know what your side is and what your view of it is. And um we'll get back with y'all later, man. We out of here. Everybody enjoy themselves. Everybody be easy. One. Later.